Hi, friends. This is another episode of Femoir, the podcast in transition. I'm Brianna Hansen, and I am glad that you are here. For those of you just joining us, hey, welcome. What's up? This podcast is, uh, you know, fun. For those of you who have listened to one before, what's up, friends? Welcome back. As many of you know, we're changing things up, and we're going to change it up starting December. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's changing up now, but the new format for Femoir, the podcast, will begin in December. They're going to be weekly podcasts, but they're going to be significantly shorter. So instead of having a 20-minute bi-monthly podcast, we're going to have like a five-minute weekly podcast with just elements of uh, what was in the full 20 minutes released uh, weekly. That's it. But while we're in transition, while we're getting ready for this big femoir change, this episode of Femoir the Podcast is in honor of All Hallows Eve, aka Halloween, aka time for you ladies to get slutty looking and you men to put on some sort of comical outfit to show that not only is you handsome, but you was also humorous. That was a little bit easy coming out in Femoreland. Sorry about that. In honor of Halloween and Halloween time, I am going to tell a ghost story. Any of you who know me in real life know that the story I'm about to tell is true. And uh, I love telling it and I love ghost stories. I love hearing ghost stories. I love um, listening to people's accounts of ghost stories. I love trying to put myself in a position where a ghost story might happen. But for the record, the story that I'm going to tell you, I did not enjoy while it was happening. It is very true. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Femoir the Podcast presents a ghost story. When I was in college, I had what I believed to be a ghost roommate for about six weeks. It started when we came back from Thanksgiving break. My roommate and I were talking about all things ghostly and energy and power, and we were watching What the Bleep Do We Know, which is a DVD she had just bought brand new for her father, and we took it out of its casing and we watched it uh, just to make sure it worked, of course. While we were watching it, um, you know, nothing happened. We watched the whole movie through, but we talked a lot about spirits. <laughs> Shortly after we watched this DVD, a lot of weird stuff started happening in our apartment. Um, lights would turn on and off. I replaced a bunch of bulbs that there was no way the two people that lived there could have possibly used enough electricity to have the bulb go out the way that it did. Uh, I called physical plant on some of these issues. There was no electricity problem in our apartment. Things started falling off of uh, drawers that had no reason to fall off of drawers. Things fell from the ceiling that we didn't know were on the ceiling. Just a lot of weird stuff went down. I, being the extremely confrontational person that I am, chose to ignore it. I noticed it. I didn't want to say anything. I thought things were weird, but I left it alone. One day I came back from studying on the other side of campus, at least a, a mile, two miles away, and my roommate sat me down and said, hey, I think our apartment's haunted. <laughs> and at this point, so many things had happened to me, I said, okay, I'm listening. She said, well, you were you know, at the student center, right? Just now. And I said, yeah. She said, and you didn't come back to this area where we lived called the village at all, right? I said, no. She goes, well, I've been noticing a lot of things for a few weeks now, but just today while you were at the student center, I heard you specifically call my name from just outside our balcony door. And I was like, that's interesting because I didn't do that. She's like, yeah, I knew that because I left, I walked outside the balcony door 
and looked for you and you weren't there. Then I went back inside and when I went back inside, you called my name again. I said, that's very interesting because that didn't happen. She's like, I know, but it did. So this is interesting. Then we started discussing all the things that I had been ignoring previously, like the light switches, the misplaced items, the broken glasses, the plates that were in odd places, um, all these things. Caitlin, my roommate at the time, left to go babysit and she left me in the apartment alone. And then it was like, because we acknowledged it or whatever it was, I mean, just all hell (laughs) broke loose. Uh, That day, Caitlin left. There's an upstairs and a downstairs phone and they were attached. Um, The upstairs phone was regular ring. The downstairs phone was a Shrek phone ring. So when it rang, it goes like, oh, donkey, what are you doing? And uh, the second she walked out the door, um, the downstairs phone rang, but the upstairs phone did not. Um, And I was downstairs right by the phone and uh, they are attached. So they both should have been ringing. Uh, I thought it was weird. I didn't answer. Uh, It rang again. I didn't answer. I went upstairs. The upstairs phone rang, but the downstairs one didn't. Um, So that was strange. And then uh, I decided to put on some white noise. I watched the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know?, which Caitlin and I had just watched a couple days before, or I guess a couple weeks before, and uh, everything had been fine with it. When I was watching this movie by myself, um, it paused right at, I believe it was like 3.20, and I took note of it because I thought, okay, well, if there's a scratch, it's right at 3.20. It paused, the TV and DVD player both turned off, and then just the TV with that like white noise thing turned back on. Uh, And the DVD player never turned on, and they were attached to the same socket. So uh, I got scared, and I walked over to my friend's house, and I was like, my apartment's haunted. I'm going to eat over here. And they're like, what? And then over the next few weeks, they would hear more and more about uh, this ghost, basically. After Caitlin and I acknowledged all this, it just was like, it was like, they wanted attention now because they knew that we were listening. So like I'd wa- I'd look and see doors shutting in front of me. I would go to turn a light off. Uh, and as my hand reached for the light, the light would turn off. When I pulled my hand away, the light would turn back on. When I put my hand near, the light would turn off. Um, it was just like weird stuff that you just can't explain stuff. I mean, it became kind of a joke. We were like, oh, the ghost is acting up again. So all these things happened. It kind of came to a head one night when uh, Caitlin went out of town. Both of us were in the same program, so we had a final due at midnight by Friday. So I was uh, writing this final by myself, and I hated being in my apartment by myself at this point because uh, it was scary and because weird shit was happening. But Caitlin had to go home and finish the final at home for whatever reason. So I'm writing, and there's noises that are happening as they do. And at one point I'm very frustrated because this final was very important to me. And I just said, oh my God, could you stop for like five minutes? And then it stopped. And I was like, I don't know if I like this better or worse now. This is terrible. So basically uh, that same night after I finished my final, I just went over to my friend's apartment across the way and I said, I'm staying over here tonight and I drank. (laughs) And they were like, oh, it's the ghost. And I was like, it's the ghost. So one of the girls in the apartment that I went to said, you know, a girl um, passed away last year at this time in the same apartment complex, this uh, student housing that I was living in. And I was like, what? And I know it wasn't our apartment because I actually knew the guys that lived in our apartment the year before. So I I knew it wasn't our apartment. Uh, And she gave me a description of the girl. Um, You know, the newspaper had run a story on her. It was really sad. Um, She had diabetes and she wasn't taking care of herself during finals. And um, one night she just passed away in her sleep. But I knew that I shouldn't tell Caitlin because Caitlin was the type of person who's like, if her hand's bigger than your face, you have cancer. Like she's a very gullible type person. So I didn't say anything to Caitlin. 
I should also note the thing about the um, DVD stopping at 320, uh, the next three or four nights after that DVD thing happened, I woke up in the middle of the night and every time I looked at my clock when I woke up, uh, it was 320 or 327, whatever the number was. And I thought that was really strange because it was really freaky. Anyway, so we find out about this girl and I was like, okay, maybe that's just what's going on. I don't, I don't know. Caitlin comes back the next day, the next afternoon, and she says to me, she's like, so I was, oh, you know, in upstate Ohio, <laughs> and uh, she's like, I saw someone. And I was like, that's interesting. And she goes, yeah, it was really late at night. It was probably like one. I just finished writing the paper uh, that we had due, this final we had due. And she's like, so I thought maybe I was delusional, but I really don't think I was because I really think I saw what I saw. And I said, well, what do you see? And she basically described to me a girl with short blonde hair who was wearing pajamas who was our age and she was just hovering over uh, Caitlin's backpack at home. And the girl that had been described to me who passed away the year before, uh, whose picture we had seen because of the newspaper, um, was a girl with short blonde hair um, who had passed away in her sleep. Um, so anyway, we looked up her name and... Uh, you know, because I said that's so strange, Caitlin, because I found out about this girl and, uh, you know, whatever. So we looked up her name and then we started just calling her by her name. Uh, we told her that we were sorry what happened happened to her and, um, you know, there's nothing we can do about it and we hope that, you know, she's doing okay and we'll be thinking of her in this time. And, uh, and it just stopped when we came back from Christmas break that year in January, February, the rest of the year, we had no issues. And I actually lived in that apartment complex, um, the rest of my college experience and didn't have any other issues ever again with that. So I believe that I had a ghost roommate for six weeks in college. That's all for this podcast, friends. Uh, again, this is Femmoir, the podcast in transition, changing it up. Uh, Femmoir.com is where you can find out all information of upcoming podcasts, blogs, blogs, all that jazz. BriannaHanson.com. We've got some pretty exciting things happening on the horizon. And I hope you have a wonderful Halloween, friends. Bye. I get the feeling a lot of people are going to say like, Brianna, that's not real. Ghosts aren't real. Everything that can possibly be explained has to be seen, touched, taste, felt, or heard. And science can explain everything. And you just had faulty wiring. And to you, I say, it's, it's all entirely possible. I was drunk a lot, a lot in college. I don't, I don't remember most things. And most things I do remember are blurry. It's probably for the best. Ooh, someone just texted me. Gotta go.